0: Hey everybody! This is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And
1: I'm Paige Wesley.
0: Oh, and I'm and with us oh, we have she, I fucked that one all up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did
2: so good for a second. Uh, oh. I'm
0: Mikey Randolph and I'm <laughs> podcast ruiner. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna give you an out either. I was just gonna let <laughs> you sit oh, in it. I got. I'm just going, going straight ahead no it's great this is payback for all of the bullying that we did in this episode (laughs) Um, absolutely fantastic uh yeah mikey is guesting with us uh on what is a very very fun episode um and uh yeah but before we get into it we have some news and reviews uh the first piece of news is that we have a patreon what did you know that no oh my god what What? when i read about this (laughs) i read about it in the news I think I saw Jay Leno cover it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Colt Podcast has a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast to check out all of the tiers and rewards that we have there. Um, for current Patreon members, there is a post on how to get your rewards. If you are a, uh, above the $10 level, I think it's a $25 and $40 level, um, you can check out uh, how to get your rewards there uh and uh also if you're looking for a new place to listen to the show might we suggest rooster tea
1: (laughs) (laughs) cock-a-doodle-doo
0: oh my condolences to our editor but you know what keep it in i love the bit
2: Uh, (laughs) i'm the worst (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, Rooster Teeth is a fantastic place to listen to content and also watch a bunch of really fun shows uh you can go to roosterteeth.com or you can download the app on your fucking uh roku television your amazon fire stick your xbox or your cellular device grant uh, uh, permitting that it Allows apps. If you have a smartphone, I don't think you're even listening to the show right now. <laughs> if I'm being honest, you know what? No, there's probably somebody who's like every Monday I download the episode and I put it on a CD-ROM and <laughs> then I put it in,
2: <laughs> I put
0: it into the car, the CD player in the uh, trunk of my car, so six I can have disc eight disc Yeah, <laughs> the fucking the disc changer, and then I listen to your show. Um, but yeah, to go to Rooster Teeth, fantastic place to listen to the show. Uh, before we start to, we have another five star review. Uh, this one comes to us from uh, Messy Mornings Seventeen. Oh, been there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I spilled maple I syrup like a- all over myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like you said "been there" and you meant like it sounded like you meant years ago, but I feel like it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, they say, "Hey there, my name is Shariah and feel free to butcher it." Oh God, now I'm not confident I said it right. Uh, my name is Shariah, and feel free to butcher it. I have been listening to the show for a while, and it never ceases to make me amazed, and my side hurt from laughing. Y'all are amazing, and I'm so happy watching you all grow and have fun in this crazy, dark world. Keep it up, Paige and Armando. Also, seeing you join Rooster Teeth in sweet rooster-ish, rooster-ish noises here <laughs> has been cool as heck. Love you all. Best wishes. Aww, uh, thank yay. you, Shariah. That's You're really the sweet. best. Yeah, so sweet. Didn't mention Mikey, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um,
3: uh, I've guessed it like twice in like three years. So like, w- what's up? Uh, morning. I see why you have morning yeah. problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think without any further ado, let's hop into the show. Hello. 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 Hello.
2: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink the coffee.
1: These are our opinions. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley.
0: And I'm Armando Torres.:
1: And with us we have
0: Mikey Randolph Yay,
1: yay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, normally we have people on them that the yay themselves, but you went, yay. yay. I didn't know if I was supposed to yay myself. I should have gone
3: half-hearted into that.
1: This is, Everyone wonders if they should yay themselves, but you're also one of the first people to like figure out what you're supposed to do immediately, because yeah. it took Blaine like four episodes. Yeah.
0: No one knows that we're like, and with us, and then they just stare at us like, who's with you guys?
1: Who's the guest? <laughs> And then we leave it in the edit for our own amusement. <laughs>
3: I keep commenting on Blaine's thirst traps on Instagram and he I don't he doesn't comment back so I don't know if I don't know if he's not seeing them or <laughs> I don't know.
0: I'll I'll send it to him. I also DM him. Yeah, the one where he's
3: wearing like really tight Star Wars shirts in the desert. I was like, "Wow." I mm. mean, like good for
0: you, bro. God mm. was like, "Yeah." yeah. Mm. What do me and that desert have in common? <laughs> We're both dying of thirst. <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs>
0: Ooh, Blaine. Call me, baby. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I thank you, Mikey, for joining us. For those of you that don't know, Mikey is one of the three co-hosts of our sister show, uh, horror virgin Yeah. Yay. And yeah, and uh romancing the pod, which yeah. is our, I guess our stepsister show yeah, yeah. Ooh. oh yeah yeah <laughs> Damn. that's where the
1: sexy stuff happens yeah
0: hell yeah canonically cool podcasts and romancing the pod do fuck like a yeah lot. i mean <laughs> <laughs> there's no other way to make it work <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks so much for joining us mike no, we've got for having uh, me. a great great episode for you um
3: yeah, I know nothing uh, about what's about to happen. I'm, me neither. I'm excited about it.
0: Oh, that's totally fine. I It's been a very fun weekend for me. I think uh, we, we talked uh, a little bit before we started recording that uh, because things are starting to open up a little bit more, things are starting to be safer. You know, me and most of the people that I know are fully vaccinated and, and fully immune at this point or as immune as you can be. Uh, and me and some of my coworkers went out drinking uh, for the first time in a year and a half i guess yeah <laughs> um we went to one of those bars it's like outside everyone's super separate you know mm-hmm. you keep your mask on when the waiter comes and then uh and then we, we we drank a bunch of alcohol and then we decided to go back to one of our coworkers houses buy a handle of bullet bourbon and uh proceeded to drink most if not all of the entire bottle between four people in just a few hours um it. and and i am apparently now at an age where a hangover is a two-day affair and oh
1: you got there finally yeah oof man yeah. Oof. It,
0: it really fucked me up i spent most of saturday i didn't throw up or anything but i did just spend most of saturday being like oh my god i wish i was fucking dead <laughs> <laughs>
1: see that started to happen to me a couple years at like older than you closer to 30 but oh boy at a certain point i was like i can't keep drinking because i can't keep having diarrhea for two days (laughs) (laughs) well what happens
0: what happens with me and and listeners probably know this about me uh i i don't sleep very much i have a, a huge problem getting sleep and staying on a regular sleep rhythm but i uh on on saturday so i didn't actually like knock out until saturday at around like 5am and then I slept for a few hours and then we woke up we got Taco Bell we watched part of the OC which is apparently a great show never heard <laughs> about it never knew about it I am a huge fan of the OC <laughs> um oh god but yeah I uh Jesus Marissa is not good enough for Ryan at this point in time so <laughs>
3: you'll, you'll like what you'll like where this goes I think
0: okay good I'm just putting it out there
1: this is like hot takes 15 years too late <laughs> <laughs>
3: Watch, watch like three seasons and tell me what you think about Marissa. Like, tell me what you think about Marissa and Ryan. I, I would. Look, oh yeah, I,
0: wanna, I, wanna, I want I want, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want updates. Yeah, I, never watched it before. Huge fan now, especially when I was, it was it, the, when I was hungover, it was the only thing that made me want to keep living. Like I was like, please kill me, but keep me alive long enough to know what happens to Ryan. <laughs> 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 I just need to know. So yeah, I, I spent that, and then I, uh, and then eventually, like when I was like fine, I drove home uh and then basically napped for hours and then woke up at, at like eight, eight eight no i woke up at like 8 p.m and oh. was just like i don't do i do is this day exist anymore do i just like <laughs> do I just chalk it up as a loss and so then i tried to do work and then i got to like 5 a.m and i was like do i sleep or do i just like power through and then sleep later? What do I do? And then I passed out at 8 a.m. today, this morning. <laughs> and, uh, woke up at 12 and then f- finished writing this episode. So it's been a... It- It's been a bit of a wild ride. And the other thing interesting about this episode is that uh, it covers a group. We're covering a group called uh, Fiat Lux, which sounds like uh, the luxury version of a Fiat car. Yeah. It it sounds like it comes with like a sunroof and like extra cup holders or something.
1: (laughs) I like that. That's what you think of as Lux. You're not like, no, 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 no leather interiors. Still just like, yeah, no, just just extra cup holders. No rims. But no. like a sunroof though?
0: Yeah, I see, here's the thing. I'm so poor I'm not used to nice things. I was telling Mikey about my new apartment and I was like, Yeah, it's got crazy amenities like parking. Um, it's got AC, uh, there's a grill, and then I got I was like, Oh, and there's a pool, and he was like, Lead with the pool, asshole! What the fuck is? That?
3: Yeah, he, like, throws pool out in the middle, like, oh, there's, like, a rooftop pool, yes. and there's, like, grill, and there's, like, a coffee space where you can, like, make a coffee and, like, sit around. I was like, wait, go back. You have a rooftop pool? <laughs>
2: yes.
1: I was like, yeah, but did
0: you hear about the, the internet, the usable internet and the air conditioning? sounds <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, shit, you got air conditioning?
0: Yeah, hell yeah, Oh, dude. you bougie
1: as fuck. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to sweat my ass off all summer. I'm coming <laughs> to your house to record.
3: My new place is the first time I've had an ice maker in like 3 years and I was like, oh, this this fridge makes ice oh. for me. Did you yeah. know that
1: you can buy countertop ice makers? I what? know because I looked at them on Amazon the other day and I was like, Jake, we need this. And he's like, no we don't. Okay. Like we can just have ice one. trays.
0: Bookmarking and set. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I had never heard of this group and the reason is because they're they're based out of Switzerland and Germany. And they're not really known outside of those countries. So a lot of the source material that I was able to find for this group is in a different language, which is very difficult uh, for me to translate. If it's not Spanish and particularly Spanish pertaining to like Mexican food of some sort, I don't know it. And I don't know how how to make it work. So it, it took me a while to find a source, a few sources that I could actually interpret and actually read. Um, and those sources, by the way, are a translated version or a subtitled version of a 1992 documentary on Fiat Lux. Uh, mm. We also have the Oxford Handbook of New Religious Movements by James R. Lewis. And we have articles, multiple, multiple translated articles from uh, the Geistige Logs official website. So are you guys ready to get into this fucking weird story? Wait, first I have to tell you that last night I went out as well. Ooh, for drinkings. For drinkings. And I had
3: alcoholic shaved ices. What? Alcoholic snow cones.
0: Yeah. That exists?
3: Yeah. It was awesome.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds
3: incredible. They were great. And they were like served with like an umbrella and a a straw and a spoon. And I was just like,
0: I was like, this is great. I
3: had like a raspberry one with tequila and like there was like blue coconut. I just sorry I just want to throw no that out no
0: there I, thank you for sharing I am such a huge I fan. love snow cones yeah <laughs> I'm such a huge fan of anything that gets me inebriated that reminds me of my childhood like yeah, that's yeah. Just my <laughs> favorite stuff.
1: like yo could you guys make gushers with Corvoisier inside it nice
3: I was on a date and she's like I think I'm gonna get a regular drink and I was like you go ahead
0: I'm getting a snow cone <laughs> 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 I want it okay how did the date go really good you really well yeah she was into the yeah. she was into you even if if when you ate a snow cone cuz I'll be honest with you eating a snow cone alone is probably the least <laughs> sexy thing you could do
3: <laughs> i spilled that shit all over me
0: too that's and what i'm saying like, yeah. yeah yeah if you get you order like a whiskey meat, you can like m- like swish it in the <laughs> yeah, glass look cool. look cool smoke a cigarette cheat on your wife are you close with your family and then the umbrella falls off the side <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, you just have to be like, so uh, do you come here often? (laughs) Just fucking blue liquid dripping down your lips. (laughs) I'm like, is my tongue blue? She's
3: like, you're really nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, society's back, baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. So our story revolves around a woman named Erica Gessler. And Erika was born on February 20th, 1929 in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, Her father, Hans, was a gardener, and her mother was a stay-at-home mom, and they lived in a modest apartment on the outskirts of town and lived a pretty comfortable life. This is something that we've covered a a few different times, particularly in uh, the Speculation Zone episode when we covered um, Albert Hoffman, where back in the day in Switzerland, you could have a real shit job and still just afford an awesome fucking life for your family. (laughs) That's what I was like. He's like a
3: part-time gardener and he's okay at the edge of town.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just lives in this sick-ass fucking little apartment with his family. They're doing great. Uh, According to a former classmate, Erica came from a very normal and loving family. They weren't rich, but they definitely weren't poor. They were Catholic, but they weren't more religious than anyone else at the time. She was completely and utterly ordinary. But for Erica, that wasn't good enough. From a very young age, she knew that one day she was going to be a somebody. So after completing Swiss public school, she moved to London, England to attend university. She earned a degree in teaching focusing on the English language. And after she graduated, she stayed in England for about five years working as a private language tutor but eventually she got bored because i mean sure london was very different from her home in zurich you know it's big it's bustling it's a, it's an actual city but she still just kind of felt like a nobody she was just another teacher living paycheck to paycheck and so she decided to start over by moving to paris france Ooh. Nice. La Paris
1: la. La. baguettes. <laughs> yeah, I
0: fantasize sometimes about living like the nice bougie lifestyle in Paris, France, where I just like. Every night I go out with a different woman and I like eat the alcoholic <laughs> snow cone and I'm just like.
1: <laughs> so tell me
0: about your family.
1: I slurp the escargot.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Welcome to France. All of our best chefs are ratatouille. He's a He's a literal rat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) In Paris, she earned another teaching degree, this time focusing on the French language. But she also took courses in interpretation. And I want you Mm. to know how fucking stupid I am because it took me longer than I want to admit to figure out what interpretation courses were. Because okay, okay. it means, I mean, as you both obviously know, it means that she worked, she learned how to work as a translator. But in my yeah. dumb fucking head, I'm like imagining a class where people show up and show each other text messages and they're like, okay, so how do you interpret this? Is he like into me?
1: <laughs> oh, oh my God. If I could take a class, I, like I can't yeah, right? tell you. I mean, thank God I don't have to date people anymore because I'm (laughs) sure I drove my friends nuts with like, but what does he mean by that?
0: I pulled that with Paige this morning. I'm like,
1: Uh, I interpret Mikey's texts now. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was a really nice guy, but he just had blue liquid dripping down his lips. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that.
3: (laughs) He got a he got an ice cream headache in the middle of our (laughs)
0: date. You got fucking brain (laughs) freeze.
3: Is that the man I want to be? Oh
0: my God, that's (laughs) the man I want to (laughs) be, Mikey. (laughs) You're living my fucking dream. No,
3: it was like it was like a patio bar of a nice restaurant. So we walk up, and there's like this really nice restaurant. Everybody's dressed up. I'm like, that's a really nice restaurant. We're not going there because that's like a relationship. (laughs) We're going to the pat the patio there where we're gonna eat snow cones. And she's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) That's yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See now, Mikey. Okay. If you really like this girl and you want to get serious, then you got to take her back to that fancy restaurant. Yeah.
3: I, I'm playing the long game.
1: Yeah. That's how you have the DTR conversation where you're like, I know we've been seeing each other for a while, but we're not having snow cones tonight.
3: <laughs> for the first weekend in,
0: a, in two months. Baby, I'm taking you out for shredded pork this time. <laughs> mm.
1: But just like in a cone with tequila. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, everybody, turn off your fucking microphones. We have to trademark this immediately. This is our,
1: <laughs> this is our future. This, this is, is like a- when Mikey and I came up with the uh, treadmill with grass on it. <laughs> oh yeah, my god, that's a
0: brilliant idea! It that's-
1: turns out they exist, and they're like seven thousand dollars. But Ugh. like, we thought about it organically. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing: we can make it organically. We just buy a really cheap <laughs> treadmill, and we buy a lot of grass and a lot of tape. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it could work.
1: I think organic so. Organic
0: tape,
3: <laughs> we, so we can put it on the box. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Page, it's it's combustible or
0: whatever. Compostable,
1: compostable.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, there's a big difference between combustible and compostable, my friend. Yeah,
0: one of those is not a selling point.
3: <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. I, I like how this woman was like i went to school for a, a language and i'm not doing great i'm gonna go back to school for a language and see if i do better
0: yeah yeah i a language and minoring in in interpretation which is i i would assume is not what most french universities do i assume that everyone has to take a minor in being a fucking dick all the time um <laughs> Just like, yeah, if you if you show up with an English degree, they're like, oh, how come you don't have a French degree? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> uh,
1: the the editor on the comic uh, that I that I wrote is, is French. And I at one point was like, hey, if you listen to my podcast, I'm sorry about all of the times <laughs> that we've <laughs> said, fuck the French. And he's like, oh, no, is that terrible?
0: <laughs> like, like even he was
1: like, the French are the worst. Oh, my
0: God. What's a, what's a French artist's favorite color, by the way? it's sacre bleu sacre bleu (laughs) (laughs) how have I I never heard that this is a really this is a really well written podcast yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) really changing comedy somebody called us a reverent by the way really just a oh my god there's no higher
1: praise that's like the time that incel at work called me ham beast I love that (laughs)
0: By the way, Ham Beast is what we're calling the shredded pork snow cone we're making. Yes! (laughs) Oh. Okay.
1: Oh my God. We should be Ham Beast Media or something like that. Oh, that's
0: amazing. (laughs) That is incredible. Can we check
1: and see if that's available after we finish this?
0: Yes, please. So over the next two decades, Erica traveled the world taking a variety of really cool jobs with her new translating skills. She worked at a film distribution company in Switzerland. Uh, She worked for a movie production company in New York. And she was even an interpreter for the United Nations in Geneva.
2: Wow.
0: But she never stayed anywhere for too long because nothing seemed like the right fit. She spent all of her time around some of the most interesting people on Earth dignitaries, uh, politicians, musicians, and even a handful of movie stars. She was surrounded by accomplished somebodies, but she only worked for them. She wanted to be one of them. It's a story that we have heard time and time again. In fact, I think almost every episode of our show contains the line, quote, and they just knew there had to be more. It's yeah. it's one of the most common stories we've told. And that's why Erica, like most people around the nineteen fifties and sixties, became drawn to theosophy. No Yep. That's right. I tricked you into uh, another Theosophy episode.
1: God damn it.
0: Let's let's
3: pretend <laughs> that some people haven't listened a lot before. Yeah. They don't know what theosophy is.
1: And <laughs> ma- imagine if you had like you know think about the occult orgies uh-huh. mm-hmm. sex magic mm-hmm. jizzing on knives and then instead of all that you were like what if we did a homework that's theosophy it's like a math cult <laughs> i mean more or less the theosophy is like extreme dungeons mm-hmm. and dragons but only the part where you're calculating points
0: oh that's yeah oh oh poor people Theosophy takes on many different forms, but it always basically has the same principles. We live as humans in the physical realm, but above us, or sometimes next to us, is the spiritual world. And this is where the ascended masters and the truly enlightened hang out once their souls figure out whatever it is that they're supposed to have learned here on the physical realm. Every so often, an ascended master returns to the physical world to help us poor fucking idiots out, but... For the most part, humans are only able to understand bits and pieces until they become truly enlightened and ascend to the higher plane of existence themselves. The easiest way to explain it is like: Have you ever been struggling to understand a concept, and then all of a sudden it like clicks, and then you can't you can't like unsee how stupid you used to be before <laughs> before like you realize mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm that's like what it is it's like once you understand it you change and then you are enlightened and then you can't go back so it's like once you attain that knowledge that is what changes you forever
1: but they often try to attain this knowledge or have goals like build the biggest library in the galaxy or like create a bureaucracy where we can communicate with ascended masters from other planets it's a lot of that
0: these are two things that are real examples, by the way. That's not her making up. Well,
1: that's that
0: sounds like a lot of work for that. Yeah. yeah. A lot
1: of work for something make-believe. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was a group that we covered where their entire goal was like, hey, guys, what if we stopped fucking and had no sex and then tried to set up like a galactic library? And then like 500 people were like, dude, I'm fucking down, dude. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's
1: stack these books, dog. And also, oh, time to put saucers on our cars, put doves in them, and make <laughs> costumes because we're gonna film movies about it. Yeah, it's a whole lot.
3: I can't do a no sex thing. I could. I <laughs> so could how do you live your normal life? <laughs> yeah, but like I couldn't do it like like voluntarily.
0: <laughs> I can do libraries. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, you can have sex in libraries too, probably. <laughs> hey, Ludacris
1: <coughs> sang about it in "What's Your Fantasy," where he said, "How about up in the library on top of books, but you can't be too loud." So it's happened. Before. <laughs> that
3: has happened before.
0: That is true. That is part of. If you look on the back of every library card, it does say you can fuck in here as long as you're not too loud. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god also there's a late fee if you don't pull out anyway (laughs) what set erica apart from a lot of the other theosophy believers that we've covered was her strict adherence to her catholic faith it's not uncommon for theosophy to mix with aspects of christianity but she subscribed to what is known as spiritual christianity these are people who believe that theosophy and christianity were the exact same religion So, While working as a translator in her hometown of Zurich in 1967, she joined a group called the Geistige Lodge, then led by a famous medium named Beatrice Brunner. Beatrice claimed that our understanding of Christianity was almost right, but that the process for being saved was a little bit different in practice. So we on Earth live in the physical world, which serves as a lifelong test where you either devote yourself to God and secure your spot in the higher plane of heaven, or your soul becomes lost and gets claimed by Lucifer after you die. Kind of like a the world's shittiest lost and found. You know, yes. if, if if God doesn't claim your soul in two weeks, Lucifer gets to wear it, and he's just like, look, it's thrifted. Mm. <laughs> But, because we're surrounded by spirits, a deep connection with God could actually improve your time here in the physical realm. Beatrice claimed that she could speak to the souls of the dead through transcendental meditation and with their spiritual guidance you could learn about your future and could even convince the spirits to help you out with your earthly troubles so basically it's like spiritual task rabbit you know yeah. like you meditate you connect with an enlightened soul and then they like spiritually mount your tv to the wall <laughs> beatrice claimed that she could teach you this skill by the way for a nominal fee oh yeah oh. i want to talk to the oh. dead. how much is it
1: how much <laughs>
0: i don't i don't know how i couldn't find how much it was uh but that is kind of the thing of all of these theosophy groups and it's something that you hear time and time again is that how great the master of this group is how enlightened they are how they don't need anything from the earthly plane and how they're willing to show you all of this stuff for a nominal fee yeah
1: yeah i don't need anything i'm above it all but i could use 20 bucks you know but i could use 20 dollars yeah, yep yeah.
0: Also, this is one of uh, this is one of the instances that I was talking about where it was kind of difficult to translate things because sometimes uh, translations from German to English don't go very well. Which, like, we did we covered in the Illuminati episode where uh, a literal translation caused somebody's mom to say the goose is loose. Yeah, and it made. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it made like zero fucking sense but it was so funny that there's another instance of this here uh where because their whole point is that christianity and spirituality have been kind of at odds for a long time but that they they should actually come together and form the one true religion but what beatrice called it uh was the intercourse with the spirit
1: world. <laughs> yeah you just she gotta got really that get sky fucking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what that's
1: that's. You know how you get dicked down by ghosts? There it is.
0: <laughs> that's what chemtrails actually are. Oh. They're just sky facials. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! So it was at one of these meditation courses in 1970 that Erica met a wealthy older man named Max Berstringer. And the two had a lot in common. Theosophy and spiritual Christianity consumed their every waking thought, and almost immediately, they hit it off. Unfortunately, Max was already married.
1: Oh, to a bear? Because that's what his last name sounds like.
0: <laughs> Max Bearfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bearstringer, bear sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> unless it was bear swinger and then it would be a little bit easier where they
1: just like show up to nondescript houses in the valley full of other bears and are like well <laughs> do you like to watch do you want to get involved are you in the scene yeah
0: Ooh, girl I'm trying to catch a salmon out that pussy <laughs> 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 mm. what's upstream <laughs>
1: <laughs> just more stuff that smells like fish <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, Max was already married, and on top of that, his wife wasn't a fan of how into spiritualism he was.
1: (laughs) Quit fucking
0: ghosts! (laughs) Apparently, the Geistica Lodge was just one of the many groups that Max was a member of. In fact, supposedly, he was a member, or at least participated in, over 12 different spiritual societies or communities.
1: Oof magoof
0: yeah that's
1: a lot of (laughs) make-believe
0: yeah and this also included a group called camp silver bell which isn't super important to our story but when i looked into it i could not stop laughing at just how fucking ridiculous it was so it was essentially a theosophy based church camp where followers would check in for weeks at a time to learn from a famous medium named ethel post Ethel touted some incredible powers that she had gained through a lifelong devotion of, uh, to meditation and worship. It was said that she would even make a spirit appear in her seances in front of everyone at the camp. Ooh. She would begin by falling into a deep trance, and then she would chant an ancient mantra, and then lift the veil between our world and the next. The room would fill with smoke and light and after it died down, a ghostly figure would stand before the crowd. A small native girl known as Silver Bell. And the spirit would warn of an impending flood that was going to come and wipe out humanity and your only chance of survival and salvation was to reach enlightenment. Something that could be achieved through the camp for a nominal fee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also, I mean, it sounds like It sounds like they're flashbang smoke and then they just have a kid in makeup. That is
0: exactly what they were (laughs) doing. Yeah, Ethel, Ethel Post was a complete fraud. An investigation into the camp showed that it was nothing more than just sleight of hand. <laughs> that That is almost exactly what they were doing. After the seance began, Ethel's team would fill the room with smoke, and then they would open a trap door that would house the girl who played Silver Bell. In fact, the reason that people wanted to investigate at all was because the group got too cocky. Part of their promotional materials included doctored photographs that showed Silver Bell manifesting during the seance. But because the pictures were updated each year, people noticed that this ghost was somehow getting older. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's so funny.
0: Yeah. So this just begs the question, how the fuck does a ghost get old? And then they figured it out. <laughs> you know,
1: they don't. That's, you know, that's the whole ghost thing. Mm. leading
0: into the 1970s erica and max attended several different societies and camps she finally felt like she was beginning to unlock some sort of secret knowledge but nothing quite made her feel like a somebody Mm. but in february of 1972 everything would change While taking a leisurely horse ride, she was bucked off of her steed and fell headfirst onto the ground. And the accident left her with a severe brain injury that required a lengthy stay in a hospital. She was in and out of consciousness for a few days, but after about a week, she finally woke up.
1: Now, okay, this is something that also happened to Madame Helena Blavatsky, except when she was thrown from a horse, it damaged her... genitals (laughs) I I should say I think it actually damages her uterus and her pelvic area um, (laughs) and that supposedly prompts her with some visions but also a lifetime of pain and addiction to opiates Uh, I'm interested to see how this plays out
0: (laughs) yeah so after about a week uh, Erica finally woke up and what she saw in front of her were several angels surrounding her hospital bed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and these high spirits told her that this was her destiny the head injury had permanently lifted the veil between the two realities and now she could freely communicate with the spirits in the beyond Mm. but why me she asked them and that's when they laid out god's plan she was the reincarnation of the Virgin Mary sent to our world to act as the mouthpiece for one of the most powerful spirits in heaven, Jesus H. Christ. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. I love it.
1: Do we have a listing of who else is pretending to be the Virgin Mary around this time? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> that is that I did, I did that. I do, You know what? The reason though is because I, <laughs> Well I was, I, I got a little sidetracked because while I was researching uh, this, in one of the sources for this episode, they do refer to Jesus as Jesus H Christ, <laughs> which is something, which is something that I have always heard and wondered about. And so I did some digging because I wanted to know what Jesus's middle name was. And apparently, it's fucking Harold. <laughs>
3: Jesus H yeah. Christ.
0: Jesus Harry Christ! You bet your ass he was. That, that's mm. what he
3: goes by when he solves crimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the name's Harry Harry, Harry Christ. Christ.
3: You better pray to me that I let you go.
1: <laughs> Christ isn't even his last name. It's a more it's a title that we ascribe to him. But in English, that we kind of treat it like a last name, and H as kind of a hilarious middle initial. But his name yeah. would have been like Jesus Bar Joseph or Ben Joseph, because his father's exactly. Name was Joseph. Yeah.
0: Also, if you're wondering, by the way, where this comes from, it's a mistranslation of the Lord's Prayer. Uh, The line is, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, which at one point was apparently accidentally (laughs) mistranslated as Our Father who art in heaven, herald be thy name.
1: I'm sure it was probably heralded, which is kind of similar to hallowed, not spelled like the name herald. But I could definitely see somebody hearing it and being like, ah, I had no idea that he was also a Harold. My name is Harold. I'm going to keep this going.
0: Yeah, I do like the idea of Harold Christ. That's the guy that Mikey should have been at the bar with like the fucking the glass of whiskey that used to be water, by the way.
1: Well, we know it was because it was shaved ice. So it did used to be water.
0: Yeah. You know i I was born in a manger, but look at me now.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Harold, you're so debonair. <laughs> Work's been real rough lately. They've
3: been crucifying me.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Oh, this is another episode in a long line of episodes that make that make Paige go. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that she's not recording next to it. <laughs>
3: no lightning here (laughs) but it it makes sense that she woke up i mean like tbi can cause a lot of hallucinations and delusions and stuff so that makes perfect sense to me
0: yeah yeah mikey's an actual (laughs) medical professional um, and from my basic understanding of, of what was happening, uh, apparently a head injury this bad, um, especially one that knocks you out for a couple of days, uh, can cause a state of psychosis similar to what some schizophrenics experience mm-hmm. with visual and auditory hallucinations.
3: And she probably had like a hoof side dent. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you bet your fucking ass we won't <laughs> probably look like a angels uh what's it called halo
1: (laughs) and she had a halo on the top of her (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my god she walks up to a meeting and she's just like i'm close to jesus and they're like close only counts in horseshoes and hit you know what sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) it's still on her head
0: the horseshoes embedded on her head that's why she's she's not actually hearing voices, she's just picking up radio
1: signals. <laughs> like a but it's like a fancy hat. So people are just like I mean, it looks cool, oh, but also yeah. that's how she hears from God.
0: I don't know about a fancy hat, but it's definitely a fancy hat hang, like a hat <laughs> rack or
1: something <laughs> she got in her fucking head. She takes her she takes
3: her hat off and hangs it on her own head.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So as crazy as all of this shit sounds, by the way, I, there is a very good chance that Erica actually believed all of this to be true. Well, yeah. I don't think. Oh that, yeah, yeah. I don't think that she was. I, I think that she was hallucinating for sure. But I don't think that she made up any. Well. I don't think that she thought she was making any of this up. Yeah, she believed it all was real. Yeah, Yeah. I think she's telling
1: people what she's seeing. And what she is seeing is a disconnection with reality. But to her, it seems real. So I'll give her a pass.
0: And Erica took it as a sign of her inherent importance in the world and decided that this this was the perfect time for her to build up her own philosophy for what spiritual christianity meant so she spent the next year or so honing her powers through transcendental meditation by 1974 she claimed that she had gained the ability to predict the future to astral project and even to speak freely with harold christ <laughs> Things were going I'm sorry I just can't get over Harold oh, Christ This is Harold Christ
1: <laughs> Quit horsing around
3: <laughs> I just picture her Meditating and like Hitting a tuning fork On her horseshoe
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Um. Um. Uh, I also, by the way, I did love that in the translation for this, they did say that she was able to speak freely with Jesus Christ, which I assume just meant that she was like, Jesus, can I speak freely with you? And he was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, damn.
3: (laughs) Or it's like a military thing where Harold's like, speak freely, soldier. (laughs) 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 At ease, at ease.
1: Normally, Jesus is like, this normally costs 90 cents a minute, but you've got a coupon. (laughs) And so
0: normally people can speak with me but uh it's for a nominal (laughs) fee
1: you have to speak through this little girl that i put in this trap door
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh so things were going pretty well for her i mean at least all things considered um not only had she at least in her mind reached enlightenment uh but she and max no longer had to hide their relationship For years now, the couple was only able to meet at seances, services, and theosophy camps. But in 1975, Max's wife passed away. And almost a week after her body was buried, Erica moved into the luxury retirement home where Max lived in order to fully devote herself to working on her spiritual outlook.
1: Oh, luxury Uh retirement home. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you know, with like a with like a fucking sunroof and like extra cup holders, <laughs> rooftop sometimes, pool.
1: Sometimes they take the van out to the graveyard so we can have spiritual intercourse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, within 3 years, they were married and she became Erica Hedwig, Gessler, Bershringer, And I only bring this up because the name thing, she gets married a lot. And by the end of the story, she has like five fucking last names. (laughs) Like she's just collecting them. And I kind of love it.
1: Where she's just like Erica, Hedwig, Bershlinger, Goldschlager, H. Christ.
0: (laughs) And the H is for phenomenal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to throw it in there. Erica claims that her relationship with Max wasn't as simplistic as most earthly relationships are. Theirs was a spiritual relationship. In fact, abstinence was one of the first principles of Erica's new philosophy. I'm out. Oh, boy.
1: I am out. No, thank you. Oh, yeah.
0: Max. Ugh. according to her relationships on the physical plane only exist to help you get closer to God. Um, Max did not agree at first, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but then she showed him some episodes of Chris angels, mind freak. And he was like, I could get down.
0: <laughs> I can. Yeah. This has gotta be it. Yeah. I think he just weighed his options. and was like, fuck. I left my wife for the, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's fine. we're, we're good.
1: Oh man. Um,
0: another part of her new philosophy was using your physical appearance to represent your spirituality, which is actually something that we, that was taught to her through uh, the Geisiga Lodge. It was something that they had sort of practiced in that, like the physical realm and your life within the physical realm is meant to fully represent who you are spiritually. And part of that is done through your physical appearance. And so she gave herself one hell of a makeover. She started rocking elegant all white outfits and dresses to represent her purity
1: what's with everybody doing the all white man get some color in there
0: hell yeah dude what are you gonna do after labor day you're gonna look like a fucking unfashionable <laughs> ass bitch what happens
1: if you shit your pants
0: what happens if you shit your pants
1: i have i i
0: uh, i see people wearing like all white outfits and i'm like what do you do do you you don't sit down do you, anywhere do you never you eat don't-
1: ketchup what's wrong with you yeah
0: how do you do this? It's fucking. It's it's upsetting. Mikey's looking at me like he wears an all white outfit. <laughs> no, <something>. no. <laughs> I'm just
3: thinking about like I accidentally bought restaurant style salsa instead of chunky salsa, and like Love every it. bite I spill on myself because <laughs> it's it's basically just saucer that's like yeah liquidier
0: yeah 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 exactly that's what i mean like i can't i wear mostly all black or like a few different Mm. colors and even i spill on myself constantly all the time always i so i have no idea how anyone could wear all white and not just look like a fucking uh pollock painting
1: i rock a g cup i'm rocking this g cup titty life which means i just have a shelf of shirt underneath my face that just gathers food no matter what unless i'm like bending over to eat things I can't rock all white there's no way it's coming out I have a stain on my shirt right now and I don't remember where it came from
0: <laughs> yeah that's oh my god that is my life in a nutshell mm-hmm. I have a stain on my shirt right now and I <laughs> don't remember where I, yeah. where it came from also by the way g Cup sounds like a nickname for a pimp cup I just I love G-Cup, that so G-Cups much g-cups is
1: definitely my rapper name <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh uh, she also speaking of G cups, she also rocked some serious bling. She had diamond studded earrings, gold plated bracelets, and complex chains to signify her success as one of the top rappers in Germany. <laughs> now, <I guess.
2: laughs>
0: That's a long list. That's not, yeah. that's not at all. Also, I, I said Germany, but I think at this time she was in Switzerland. No, she, she did it to signify herself as spiritual royalty because she was the reincarnation of Harold's mom after all. So she right, needed right, to right. look the part. Uh, oh, sorry. Jesus. Jesus is my mom. I, I call him Harold because we're so close. <laughs> <laughs> Then there was the mountainous black wig that she wore. And I am talking fucking Peggy Hill's hair on steroids. You gotta hide the horseshoe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. First of all, I love a good wig. I love a good wig, but I had fully forgotten about the horseshoe at this point. Well, I was, it's gonna it's gonna clash with the white, so you have
0: to cover it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen oh. for I'm not gonna yes. share my screen. Give me two seconds. Uh I just want bumper stickers that say Harold is my co pilot. <laughs> I'm gonna share with you guys uh what she looked like. Oh, you
2: see her? My oh. goodness!
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my definitely, god You guys What? There's definitely yeah. a horseshoe under there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It started as a bit, but, but Mikey is absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> she she wore this gigantic complex wig. Uh, I guess it's not really complex. It just looks like it weighs a fucking ton. It
1: looks like a giant June Carter Cash wig. Yeah. Like, like she was like, she saw June Carter Cash and was like that, but turn it up to 11. Like... <laughs> like a brunette Trixie Mattel. It's yes. just
0: like
1: wild. You could you could fit like four horseshoes under there.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so she yeah. that's she had that and it, she said that it was apparently to hide the scars from her from her accident. So oh, it literally oh, that, was to hide the
1: horseshoe. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's just oh my god, it was so perfect. One of the other things that I learned uh was that she as you saw from that picture, she had really um
1: fun barrettes
0: yeah oh, oh yeah a lot of accessories she'd love to accessorize but she did a lot of this like makeup like kind of complex makeup yeah. too where she would do like she would really cake up. she loved eyeshadow and she would do like a lot of blues yeah. and white eyeshadow which is something that i guess a lot of like these religious people do is the white eyeshadow uh, well she something i've seen a lot she
1: looks like a southern baptist church lady like she oh yeah like Big hair, light eye shadow, tons of mascara. To be honest, she looks like what I hope to look like as an old lady. Like, I'm I'm yeah. going to go full into crazy wigs and fake lashes, and I hope all of you are ready. Uh, I have no shade to throw at her appearance. It looks fun as shit.
0: No, she looks awesome as fuck. Dude, that's the thing. She looks like she's straight out of Texas. Yes, like, it, she it, does. That's what's hard to remember. I showed you the picture of her. She's, like, sw- she's Swedish, you know? <laughs> well, like, she she's Swiss. <laughs> Yeah, she's Swiss. Yeah. I guess. Oh yeah, because Sweden. because uh, there's some holes
3: in her story. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ, that was a good joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mikey wrote that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> if you if you do some if you do some cursory like Google searching, uh, for her, one of the other things that comes up a lot is a lot of uh, blog posts from different uh, uh, drag queen communities. Oh, yeah. That are like, yeah. Like, she is apparently an influence in her style on a lot of different uh, drag queens, modern day.
1: Absolutely. Her in, another one is Tammy Faye Baker, is huge mm-hmm. in the drag community. And they they have a similar look, to be honest. Like, I understand that as a drag reference point for sure.
0: Right. Oh, yeah yeah and it's yeah that's not i that was one of the only things i could find in english for her are these these blog posts where people are like kind of breaking down like the makeup and the techniques that she would use and kind of like where her influences would have come from um and then like how she liked to ramp it up like you said like ramping it up to 11 it's almost like a caricature of what a southern baptist would look like it's and and, like and i'm
1: thinking like Southern televangelist Baptist. Yes.
0: Like, yeah. Like yeah. the, the higher you're, the you're, hair,
1: the closer to Jesus. Bless him. Bless
0: yeah. your heart. We have a different saying in California, which is the higher the sock, the downer the food. But it basically <laughs> that's, means that's
1: true. That's a very accurate it saying. Means,
0: it means the exact same thing. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's that is a very interesting thing to 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 pick up on. Something that I, if I am being honest with you, I got the relation and the look, but didn't really make that connection. Um, her style of what would eventually become like preaching or giving sermons is very very Southern Baptist. Hmm. It's almost like straight up revivalist. Shit. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: So I'm wondering if maybe she took a lot of influence from them when she was here in America because she was briefly, uh, specifically working in like the movie industry. Yeah. So I wonder if that's where she maybe. Got I mean, some of her she
1: influence. she looks like a brunette version of uh, Tony Alamo's wife, who th- yeah. that uh, like Texas cult giant yeah. hair, big television program, like that's what she looks like.
0: Oh yeah, a thousand percent. So her interesting appearance and her philosophy and origin story, which is very reminiscent of, like we covered earlier, uh, Madame Blavatsky, of, of the fucking injury that sort of unlocked this inner mm-hmm. ability to like connect to the beyond, a lot of people really resonated with that and were at least very interested in it. So her retirement villa where she lived at, you know, with Max, with this old fucking man, they had visitors almost every single day. Because people needed to meet her, and they wanted to hear what Jesus had to say. And she was acting as the official mouthpiece for Jesus.
1: Plus, DragCon is not for another couple months, so if you want to <laughs> see her now without the line, you've got to get in now. Would
3: they just go in there and she'd be like, mm, Jesus is saying, drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is saying, yes,
1: God, boots down the housework. <laughs>
0: She sees somebody wearing the same dress and he goes, she goes, uh, you know, Jesus said I wore it better. So maybe you should go home and fucking change, bitch.
1: Bitch stole my look.
0: <laughs> Jesus said, hold my wig. <laughs> but then she
1: pulls it back and it's a wig reveal and there's a second wig underneath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. On January 12th, 1980, she officially decided to start her own own school of spiritual christianity she called her new sect the order of fiat lux which is latin for let there be light she also adopted a brand new name she named herself after the archangel uriel and adopted the name Uriella.
1: so we have another uri okay so in unarius their leader is also named Uriel, also loved wigs, also a drag icon, also turned mm-hmm. looks like nobody's business. That's wild because this is happening at the same time. So they're not like copying each other. They are coexisting no. in different parts of the world, drawing inspiration from the same places and doing the same shit. And that is fascinating.
0: <laughs> it's re- It really is. It's like... There are a few times in in human history where people have come up with the exact same idea, separated with no form of communication with each other. And it's just really interesting to watch that extend to, like, the origins of drag culture. (laughs) I just think that's so beautiful. That people were like, yeah, I love the traditional, like, look, but what if... It was crazy as fuck.
1: (laughs) What if I made a dress that had the entire solar system on it? Bitch, hold my wig. What if I dressed all in white and had tons (laughs) of chains? Well, what if I had a collection of tiaras? Bitch, wait, I've got rings. Like, this is blowing (laughs) my mind, and I love it.
0: Yeah. They are often, in fact, uh, Uriel from, uh, I almost said Uranus, from uh, (laughs) Unarius, Unarius. Uriel Uriel from Deep Inside Your Asshole. (laughs) I have a really complicated sense of humor over here. I'm like, (laughs) 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 Uriel from (laughs) Uranus. Stop doing it, I did it again. (laughs) Fucking... Uriel and Uriella are often brought up uh, alongside each other, and they do kind of look similar. And sometimes people will accidentally post photos of the other one when they're talking about the other. Does that make sense? Like they get confused a because
1: lot. the only difference is hair color. Like, yeah. To be honest with you, like Uriel in in California at the same time is turning bunches of wigs, but she's often seen as like a redhead or a blonde. Or pink, purple, blue, like she is turning it out. Yeah. Then Uriella is dark wigs. She, it's like the Witch of the East and the Witch of the West. We've got, yeah. we've got yeah. Glenda and Alphaba, and it's a whole crazy world.
0: Yeah, and ours, fucking Uriel is definitely the good witch because god damn, is she? damn, her looks are so much more eccentric and complex than uh, Uriella's and i i love them to i mean i i i I like uriel's looks but i gotta say if you don't have a dress with the entire solar system including some made-up fucking planets on your body you don't mean shit to me
3: so like you love miss frizzle
1: (laughs) well
0: oh hell yeah dude
1: what you could say about uriel is that she was popular she's gonna be popular yeah
0: it's from Wicked, you uncultured fuck. He doesn't do,
1: Mikey doesn't do musicals. He doesn't so like the singing went, on the show. It's a whole thing. I went
0: and saw fucking Wicked at the Pantages Theater, you fucking uncultured swine. Why don't you go back to a fucking patio, eat another goddamn alcoholic snow cone, you piece of shit.
1: That sounds so fun.
0: You want to come was, with I got, me? I would I would so- I would a thousand percent go see Wicked with you I loved it so much
1: Unlimited These snow cones are unlimited
0: <laughs> I have heard Wicked is good I would go to a theater to watch it
1: yeah Wicked's really good I liked
0: Wicked Wicked is amazing I I loved it so much and this is how shitty of a kid I was by the way Mikey because I saw it not because I'm a cultured (laughs) fucking idiot or anything I saw it because my grandma and my mom were like we're gonna go see Wicked and I was a child so I was like I guess (laughs) I mean it's not it's no shark boy and lava girl but I guess (laughs) And then when we got there, they had uh, boxes of C's candy that were dyed green. And I was like, oh, this trip just got (laughs) (laughs) worse. So like, that's more of what I remember. I do remember the plot. I do remember the song. And fucking that uh, popular is a banger. Like, it's just a a great fucking song. I mean,
1: that musical top to bottom has great songs in it.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Just a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic musical um but yeah so in in on january 12th 1980 uh, she f- formed the order of the fiat lux and named herself Uriella. and word began to spread very quickly through the community about her power and her messages especially as like i mentioned other orders that were around at the same time were starting to go down as frauds so so many of these people were started to be outed as fake or basically mm-hmm. magicians honestly because you're not wrong with the Chris shit they're basically just sleight of hand ma- magicians hey
1: <laughs>
0: and for some reason instead of instead of looking at all of this shit, go- shit going down and being like oh this is all a sham none of this is real they just went I can't believe you would besmirch the good name of theosophy I gotta go mm-hmm. talk to this lady with a horseshoe in her head that says <laughs> she can talk to Jesus her name's Urella DeVille
1: I <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's a luckier pick.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. And as word began to spread like wildfire, so did her following count. What started out as about 47 followers quickly grew to include over 2,000 devoted members. Wow. Wow, but- that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. 2,000 is much bigger than 47, Mikey. Good job. <laughs> Why am I a bully to everyone who comes on our show?
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm not good at math, so I'm just going to sit here and take the math, math bullying.
0: No. <laughs> No, you're fine. It's not even that bad. The last we had Todd on your co-host Todd. I don't know if he told you, but I spent two episodes talking about how I'm going to fuck his mom. (laughs) He deserves to be
3: bullied. I'll I'll say he he came on this podcast. I am aware he came on this podcast and talked some shit about me. So I will say that when my friends listen to our podcast, they're like, it's really funny, but like Todd's voice is a little much, don't you think? And I'm like, yeah, I do think. I do think his voice okay, is a little Okay, okay, but
1: also we've spent the last four weeks on our respective other podcasts making jokes about the truck that killed Todd's brother. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, like, it, I'd say it evens out. Oh, you got, oh, like, God. come on.
0: Did that oh. De- I love this. Did that I de- love this de- shared voice, universe though. we have.
3: There's um. <laughs> no excuse there. Oh, my God.
0: They made me watch West Side Story and, like... Because it's I great. Use... Did they have... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did they have any dyed C's chocolate?
1: No, they did not. Not worth it. No, <laughs> it was the movie
3: version. And then, like, Maria's brother's killed by Tony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Tony, spoiler alert. Tony, goes, Tony goes and has sex with Maria, like, after he kills her brother. And I was like, Todd, that's like if you fucked the truck that killed your brother the night of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god (laughs) all right we're all terrible people Uh... (laughs) and speaking of which if uriela's group ended here we might have another unarius situation where it was just a group of eccentric people believing a lot of weird shit and doing stuff to live a clean lifestyle But throughout the lifespan of her group, Fiat Lux, Uriella would become responsible for multiple deaths. She would become a wanted criminal in both Switzerland and Germany, and she would predict one of the scariest apocalypses in history.
1: She's wanted, wanted, dead or alive.
3: On the steel horseshoe she
2: rides. <laughs> oh, oh, we got him.
0: <laughs> we got him on fucking camera. Okay, for everyone who listens to Colt Podcast and not Horror Virgin, first of all, hop on Horror Virgin. It's an amazing show. But there is currently a running bit where Mikey refuses to acknowledge the singing jokes that they do. Uh, and now we just caught him singing. This is fucking I singing. I did. I sang, game. I, sang, I sang right
3: there.
1: We caught you hoof handed.
0: i felt guilty for the todd
1: jokes (laughs) that was
0: you threw a little song all
1: right fine i'm fine it'll get them through
0: oh my god and we will cover all of this and more on next week's episode i'm so glad i'm coming back because i really want to know what happens. (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, it's a, it is a crazy fucking story, and I'm really excited to share it with you. I uh, This episode, I wanted to kind of get you guys familiar with the main characters as we start of roll into this. Um, it is so fucking crazy, the shit that they do and just get away with for so long. And then how it just, like, it's pretty crazy and weird and weird and weird. And then at just one second, it just fucking ramps up to a thousand and she's just like on the run from the government it's fucking wild
1: so you could oh say she tried defying gravity
3: that's from wicked
1: yep
0: <laughs> I used context oh clues. fantastic Mikey thank you so much for coming <laughs> on for the show me. you have been a fantastic guest uh, wh- where can people find you
3: Oh all the horror version stuff Paige probably talks about it some uh, in the romance of the pots stuff. but all my, my personal socials is it's M 24 on all the all the social stuff Instagram Twitter all that things so uh, send me an ad I post pictures of my dog a lot.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And like like we've already mentioned, Mikey and Paige are both uh co-hosts on Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod, which are two very very fun shows. Uh Horror Virgin where they watch a new horror movie every week, forcing Todd who fucking hates horror movies, uh to sit through what is essentially 2 hours of torture <laughs> and then they make a bunch of jokes about it. Yeah.
3: Just wait till we make him watch uh, Maximum Overdrive. Uh Because <laughs> the, the trucks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know todd listens to the show right does he yeah he listens to it like every week because he's our friend first of all um
3: i don't like podcasts it's like a dying medium
0: (laughs) oh that's right todd this
3: is for you this is that's what you get
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and Romancing the Pot" is a fantastic show where it's very similar to Horror Virgin, but they watch a different uh, romantic comedy. Or is it just romance it's movies? It's like romance movie. Like we we
3: totally yeah. mess up the premise immediately. We're like, let's just do regular yeah. romance movies. You should you should come on that show and pick your, famous, your, your favorite I romance. would
0: love to come on that pick show. Pick your favorite romantic movie. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. Oh, what a cute picture of McCready. That's, he's
1: all stretched out upside down right now. Right next to me, so...
0: So go check out Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod and hopefully uh, listen to me on Romancing the Pod. I also did an episode on Horror Virgin uh, Deep Blue Sea. It's one of my favorite episodes.
1: Yeah, who are you going to yeah. trust?
0: Yeah, who are you going to trust? Yes. <laughs> Such a fun time. Um, hey, if you are looking to support us uh, as a podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash cultpodcast. For just $5 a month, you get access to our bonus content, but there are also a bunch of other fun rewards there as well. Uh, for current Patreon members, uh, if you... If you have not received your rewards, uh, there is a post on the Patreon with instructions on how to get them. It's mostly because Patreon has the most shit-ass setup for, like, physical rewards, um, <laughs> and they make it really, really difficult for us to, like, easily send that to you. I So share we your pain. Uh, yeah it sucks it's the it's the, i love patreon it helps me do what i what i do but also like god damn it dude yeah. if i'm supposed to send people stuff make it easier to send yeah i'm
3: like stuff. Ch- I, I i'm in charge of the merch orders on harvard and i'm like let me get off the spreadsheet i'm not good at spreadsheets where'd that column yeah. go and i was like okay i'll try again tomorrow yeah
0: oh and it gets even worse when you have to ask people for like what size they are because i have to yeah. like physically email you because it, uh, <laughs> it's anyway it doesn't matter patreon is great but also come on dude step it up um this week our episode is brought to you in part by Caroline. Caroline says, "OMG, hi y'all. I joined the cheesy family." Heart.
1: Oh, <laughs> so sweet. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Caroline. I can only um, hope
1: that my family will continue to be as cheesy as possible. <laughs>
0: And if you're looking for a place to listen to the show, might we suggest rooster tea? Yeah! Cock-a-doodle-doo! Yeah. Make a rooster noise. cock
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 that's not, that's not, um... No, that's all I got. <laughs> <Okay>, alright. <laughs> absolutely perfect yeah uh, rooster teeth is a great place to watch a bunch of really fun content and listen to a bunch of really cool podcasts a bunch of our friends are on there uh so go check it out you can download the app on your fucking smartphone your roku television your amazon fire stick your xbox all those great places but you can also go to the website roosterteeth.com as well uh hey if you want some more content and stuff that i'm making uh follow me on instagram twitter and uh tiktok uh at mondo does stuff it's m-a-n-d-o does stuff uh i'm also a a regular (laughs) working regular working guest producer whatever on the funhouse podcast on Rooster Teeth. so come check us out there uh it's a lot of fun. We cover a lot of different pop culture shit every single week. Really, really fun time. Um yeah, come check us out. I've been I've been hearing your voice a lot in the background of makeup tutorials. <laughs> oh yeah, on TikTok. That's been an interesting um development. None of them are as good as Uriella, but you know, they're <laughs> they're pretty okay. So, yeah, come check me out there and I love you so much. Goodbye.
1: Uh hey, it's your girl, Paige. Uh, you know where to find me at Paige Wesley on Twitter uh, at Rampage Wesley on Instagram and TikTok. I just got to review preliminary layouts for my comic today. I'm so fucking stoked about it.
0: Me. Oh, they look really yeah. They're good. so fucking rad.
1: I'm stoked. So if you want to find out more about that when it comes out follow me on social media uh, and if you want to send me your ideas for wigs and looks that you're going to turn in the retirement home you can definitely send those to me as well love you bye
0: <laughs> uh, if you're looking to follow us on instagram you can do so at cult podcast
1: or on twitter at Colt podcast show
0: you can also shoot us an email at Show at gmail.com.
1: And if you want to send us wigs for us to wear during these Zoom calls purely to entertain each other, uh-huh, you uh-huh. can send those to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, like, like the, the shining, shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. And I think for this one, I'm going to say uh, don't drink too close to a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and don't drink the kool-aid <laughs> bye, bye. Don't, don't drink don't drink the fucking melted
0: alcoholic snow cone either you fucking idiots <laughs> get wrong a with fucking that. new one
2: <laughs> bye <laughs>